Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. You're listening to The Pete and Sebastian Show on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. This is The Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Before the start of this week's show, Pete was having some technical problems. He couldn't get his computer to work. Luckily, Jackie was there to help and fix it. She had to let him know that his computer was dirtier than a hamster cage. I thought you guys might like hearing it. Enjoy. There you go. What's up? All right. Uh, the Mac Dad fixed it again. Wow. What happened? He doesn't have a clue how to use any function on this computer, Sebastian. If you could see his keypad right now, I want to throw up on it. It's nasty, scummy. It's so <laughs> gross. I hate using this computer. What, what has he got? Like, uh, dirt on it? Yeah, it looks like spit and food, and it, I don't even want to touch the keypad. It's so gross. How do you even write on that? What? Um, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Pete Biscuit! It's Jimmy from Boston. Listen, as much as I enjoy busting balls, even I have to admit that the idea of Biscuit cutting around his mother's ashes in an urn like the goddamn Stanley Cup is just fucking hilarious. I mean, holy shit, not only is it hilarious, I'm stealing the fucking idea. That's right. God forbid I take an early demise, I already told my wife I want people cutting me around like good old Lord Stanley. And not only that, I want Petey, Biscuit, and DJ Lou to each get a day with Urn Jimmy. And I want them podcasts with me in the corner. And anytime you fucking guys say some bouncy shit, you're gonna know that I'm up there in that big sky looking down upon you with my man JC. And I am busting your fucking balls from the great beyond. That's what I'm talking about. Please welcome to the stage Beyonce. show we are back settled in looking forward to a good solid hang with you man how's it going sebastian what's up what do you got for us i'm really excited and i'm uh, happy to announce that i am doing the show from an air-conditioned loft somewhere in los angeles this is going to be my home for the next six months we have settled in I just got internet today, I hooked it up, and uh, it's been a day of hooking up stuff in the house. Oh, well, that's annoying, but welcome back to civilization. I gotta tell you, Lana and I, we made dinner, 
at the house here for the first time and I don't know when and it was a little off I made my steaks little off on the on the temperature but uh, I gotta tell you it was nice to just crack open a couple of bottles of wine and relax and have a little meat and mixed vegetables with my beautiful wife in our nice little abode here and uh, I couldn't be happier, man. I, I tell you, I, I just hooked up the TV. Yeah. And I don't know if you feel this at all, but when you hook up something, maybe simple as a, as a TV, what, what I did with the TV, I hooked up an Apple TV to the TV that's currently on the wall here because I didn't want to transfer my direct TV from my house to this place. So I figure... I get everything on Apple TV anyway, such as HBO, Showtime, if I want to get a movie, I'll get it on iTunes, and I hooked it up, and I just sat back, and I, you would have thought I built an, a porch. <laughs> you would have thought you lit a fire with no matches. Yeah! I was like, wow, it was like a <laughs> sense of accomplishment. <laughs> then, the internet thing came, and... Uh, Right on the box, it says easy to connect. And I told Lana, as soon as you see easy to connect, it ain't going to be easy. With all the technology out there nowadays, you would think you would get a router in the mail, you would plug it in the wall, and boom, you have internet. No, you got to plug it in, you got to call, you got to activate, there's codes involved. It's like, come on already. Haven't we got past this? Yeah, well, when is internet just going to be like the sun? Just there, <laughs> you know? When is that going to happen? I mean, someday we're going to tell our kids, oh, we'd run around like jackasses with our hand in the air trying to get a signal. <laughs> uh, I know. Isn't the internet, should it just, it, should it be available on the streets now? Yeah, it should literally be a situation where it would take you days to find an area that doesn't have internet. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I like, don't know. Like like you're you're, you're leave... three miles down in a cave with no lights on. You turn your phone on. You're like, ah, I can still Google. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know the internet coverage. If, it, if you could actually see it, where does it end outside your house? You know how you come out of your house and you're connected to the internet and then all of a sudden... It just goes away. I want to. I want to see it. Like if it was like green. I want to see how <laughs> far it stretches. That's a good point. Like, like where is the exact line where all of a sudden you lose yours, and then all of a sudden it says there's a guy named Jerry. It's locked. But if you know Jerry and got his password, yeah, you need to get on with Jerry. <laughs> yeah, Jerry's my neighbor. So the line must be right by this bush. Right? <laughs> yeah, just uh, the exact so, line. Yeah, where, where does it start? Go from Jerry's to my house. Yeah, like the other day, man. I wanted it was a nice day. I wanted to do some workout on the patio, and I went out onto the back patio. I lose my internet. Apparently, I got to be under the roof of my home to get my internet. Yeah, what shouldn't shouldn't it encompass your entire property line? I would think so. God forbid I have a hammock in the shade. <laughs> <laughs> So everything's hooked up. I mean, nice, we, uh, nice. we 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 have some miscellaneous furniture kind of propped up in the living room, but we got a nice little balcony overlooking the overlooking the. Um, actually, it's overlooking a couple of uh, these boutique stores. Uh, but I gotta tell you, man, it's 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 nice to. By the way. I gotta tell you, rewind two nights ago. We just yeah. moved in, but we didn't have a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did. We had one pillow. You ever share a pillow with your wife? Oh my God, does that suck? No, you can't even do the share. One person has to use a, a rolled-up shirt, which is usually the man. But you can't even share a pillow. That's crazy. To me. <sighs> Her head, my head, on one pillow, and then we have like a quasi pillow. It's like a. Uh, how many pillows you got in your bed? Too many, man. I got. To, I, I, it's a. It's a constant fight peeling away the pillows to get in the bed. It's ridiculous. 
So, how many do you sleep on? One? No, I got... We both have two actual head pillows. I always throw one down. I go one head pillow, and then I got my little curve pillow I told you about before under the bed that I put in between my legs. No, that's right. You got that, that body pillow. Yeah, she calls it a snuggie. It's very subtle. You wouldn't even see it. Now, But I go with one pillow. Why? You double up? Sometimes I fold my pillow to make it thicker, but always one. How many you got? Two? I guess two. You're very like that. I'd see you going with two. I like multiple pillows, but I haven't found the pillow yet that's that's right for me, and I think I gotta go uh, shopping for one. It's just I'm not I'm not getting good night's sleeps. I got this knot in my neck over the last two weeks. I can't get rid of, and it's due to I think faulty pillows. That hey, a bad pillow is a killer, man. You ever God. on a pillow and like after a few minutes, you just like you're like, am I on a cement block? Yeah. It's bad, man. It, it's bad. I, I, I gotta get, I gotta get some proper, well, some proper pillows. And, and Lana went to go price them uh, a couple days ago. They're expensive. <sighs> What's I, a good pillow run? You think? I think a good pillow would run you what? Uh, I haven't bought a pillow in a while. Jackie buys them, but a good pillow, I'm thinking, shit, two hundred bucks for an unbelievable pillow. Yeah, that was one sixty nine. Yeah, but that's an unbelievable pillow. I, I, I'd probably get, like, what, a $50 Bed and Beyond? Bed, Bath, Beyond pillow, maybe? Well, I went to Bed, Bath, and Beyond yesterday, and, and Lana had called her mother, and the mother, uh, you know, is, is up on all this stuff, all this stuff for the home. She's got it. She's got it on lockdown. This woman's so damn organized, it's unbelievable. So she called her mother to get a, um, a recommendation of what pillow she likes. This woman's got... Someone in Memphis, Tennessee, that makes her custom pillows. She likes a certain amount of feather in the pillow. Oh, my Lord. Have you ever you know, heard? This is unbelievable. See, you hear about these things that you don't even know exist. I had no idea that you could get like a custom pillow length with the whole thing. How, how, how come there's no commercial? Like, I, I would love to sponsor that. Right? Me and you, the Pete and Sebastian show. Send us, measure your head. Send us yeah. the measurement. We'll make a phone call and you get yourself your own custom pillow. Yeah, she buys two and has has them made into three. Like, she buys two. What does she do? She likes less feathers in each pillow. She likes less feathers in each pillow, so she gets three instead of two. And I'm like, what? But right away, they're designing the pillow amount, the feather amount is designed for a head. When she's taking the feathers out, she's already going against the scientific measurements of the custom-made head pillow. No, I mean, this woman's got it down to, she likes 37 feathers in each pillow. See, that half of our listeners right now thought custom-made pillow meant a pillow that said, go Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. Everything is, this is all in the inside, not on the outside. Funny you're bringing all this up, dude, because I just bought a new bed, and just today, long story short of it, uh, it was day three, and I had to call the bed people back, because I have 90 days, and I've never did this. I said, it's too hard. I need to go with the soft one. You got to get this one out of here. Well, you returned a bed. Well, yeah. I mean, listen, it's the same guy up the block that had the furniture place I went to last time. I go in there, right, and he went to high school with Jackie. He's kind of a the guy about town. His son's the star of the football team right now. And he's a good dude. I like this guy. I want to keep business in town. But he goes, don't worry, P, I can take care of you. I'm checking out different bets. By the way, can I just say too, bro, What I don't know was it like this when we were younger, but you know when you go to lay in a bed when you're trying them out? They're all, all the beds now, all the stores they've gone to, there's like 
the markings from so many heads laying oh. on the back of the model bed. If I owned the bed store, I'd be like, clean the bed, the head grease up. Well, Jeez. They should, shouldn't they put like a like a throw sheet down on they, the bed? Well, what they have is like where the head would be. They have some sort of piece of plastic, but they never change the plastic. So the grease is like all on the plastic. And then the bed itself... It's it's black now from so many coats hitting hitting the same spot on the mattress because they don't have a terry cloth. Like they should, like a doctor's office. You should lay down a new piece of paper every time. Well, Pete, I think you need to explain to the listeners. You're not going into like a like a national mattress chain store. You're going into like a mom and pop. Well, I mean, it's the, it's definitely a family-owned store, but I went into a couple of uh, of the bigger ones. Like, what, what's that one called? Um, what, 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 could anybody name a mattress store out there? I mean, could you name one? Only from the jingles that they deliver, but no, like uh, Sleepies? Sleepies. Sleepies? Yeah. You ever hear of Sleepies? <laughs> I've never yeah. heard of it. I've oh, yeah. Sleepies, the only mattress professionals. Yeah, yeah, so there's one. But so, all right, so anyway, the bed, the, the, but they are, it's not some national, it's not Bed Bath & Beyond, I'll give you that, right? All so right. I'm a little turned off by the, you know, but the beds are fine as far as the beds go. Get in the king bed again, and uh, the guy, there's a price, and he goes, don't worry, though, man, I can get you a deal on it. And I go, well, you know, if you can't, you can't, this is just the bed I want. And he goes, no, 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 I can't, Pete, no problem, all right? So then I go, oh, thanks a lot, thanks a lot. Dude, I hate when I thank, and then I don't get what I thank for. I hate when I do that, man. Because then we go down, we go down, and he comes up to me. He's like, "Can't do anything." Turns out that's the lowest price I can do. So I go, "Well, that's fine, no problem." But listen, uh, got it in stock. Get it to you immediately. How about that? We'll take the old one away. I get it to you. I go, "Great, man. I'll be home for a while. I'll be awesome." He's like, "All right, we'll put that right in." Comes back upstairs. I only got the the plush in stock. Turns out it's going to be two to three weeks at least. But as soon as I get it in, I'll bring it over. I mean, as soon as I get it in, I'm like, all right. I mean, we're over three here, but all right. <laughs> so then three weeks go by. I shoot out a text. Uh, any word on that bed? He goes, just came in today, which was a Wednesday. And he goes, he's going to send it over Saturday. And I write what? back, Saturday, question mark, you're a quarter mile up the block. It's yeah. Wednesday, right? It's Wednesday. He types back. This is business, small town business. Know what he types back over that? LOL. LOL. I look at Jackie, I go, LOL? Does he think I'm being funny? You are a quarter of a mile from my home. It's now been three weeks, you got my couch. Why aren't you bringing it today? Yeah. There's no LOL here. There's no laughing. (laughs) Who's giggling, man? Yeah. I I don't laugh with men unless I'm drinking beer or doing this cast. Yeah. You understand? That's it. There's nothing to be laughing. This is a business transaction. There's nothing to be laughing about. You get the bed here Wednesday night, and are they charging you for delivery? No, no. Well, according to him, they're not. But, you know, the way it's been going, when I get there, the product's going to be doubled and only cash. Jeez. So, uh, so I go, LOL, question mark. Well, no, I, 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 I don't say hello. I say something like, uh, I don't mean to be joking, bro, I, but you do only are a quarter mile away. And he goes... Um, I'll see if I can put a rush on it. A rush on it. It's been three weeks to put a rush on it. Dot, dot, dot. When's the Showtime special? You know? So there's sort of that, you know. You know so now I got to go back. November 13th. Fucking right away with the couch. You know? It's like you're changing the subject. Though. Yeah. So the bed comes. I mean, with the bed. So the bed comes. You know, great guys. They bring it up. By the way, the guy brings the bed up. And he goes, you still got that cloth, that white cloth tub up there? And I go, what do, you, what do you mean still got it? You know, you were, you were in here? You were up here with me before? Yeah. And, he goes, and he goes, no, I've delivered to the past two owners that have owned this place. And uh, I've, I've always admired that tub. It's a beautiful home. I love that tub, man. You still got that tub? And I'm like, yep, yeah, tub's still here. I'm almost like, what, do you want to see it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's what I'm living around, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, you, people don't catch this stuff. It happens to all of us, but you're not listening, people. This is weird shit, right? Yeah. So I go, yeah, I still got the top. They drop it off. I tip them. They leave. But in my deal, it says I have 90 days to they'll come and take the bed. So after the first night, it's like one of those beds. You, 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 go to, you know when you get a new bed and you lay in it? You, when you lay in a new bed the first night, aren't you supposed to go, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. 
that's the reaction we're looking for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, me and Jackie are going, okay. All right. It's like every time you go to roll, there's no give. It's almost like the bed saying, the fuck are you doing, guy? You know? It was abrupt. It was like a plywood with like a tiny bit of cotton on it. Not, and this was like, a, 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 I don't know your world, but this is we're talking 2G on the bed, all right? So It's a lot of money. Uh, and you know, more than I would pay if I was uh, not married, man. I can tell you, I could sleep on nails. But if I am paying it, I want yeah, for- for 2G, you're right. You better you better slip into bed and, and, and definitely let out a noise of of uh, excitement or pleasure. Yeah. You don't roll around a new bed trying to find a spot. You're not you're gonna roll into it. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna turn yeah. and go, Oh yeah, here it is. Right yeah. here. If you lay on your left. <laughs> you don't drop two but that's also with tax, by the way, but you don't drop two G on a bed. I look at the significant uh, other and go, it's going to be a long night. <laughs> yeah. But then, so then you start doing the shit in your head where we're like, okay, maybe it's like a good baseball glove. We got to break it in. You know, my back has been bothering me a lot as I get older and I really wanted a hard bed. I felt, you know, I remember my old man used to put a piece of plywood under his mattress because he oh, wanted it hard. What a man. Yeah, I know. Right, man. So I, I, I go, we go day two. And again, we get in the bed the second night. And, and, and by the way, the first night, too, no one even uses the word cloud. That word should be being thrown around. I don't hear cloud. I don't hear floating. None of that shit. So now day two comes, and we go to watch a movie, and I turn to Jackie, and I go, you don't think it's fucked up that it's the second day we've had this bed, and we're already not even mentioning that it's only the second. Like, we just got in the bed like it's eight years old. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, I totally agree, and... And, uh, and then we gave it a third night, and she came down after I was down first. She comes down later this morning, and she goes, make the phone call. I, this is, we're done. I go, yeah, we're done. So I never had to do that before. And I text because we have 90 days on it. And I said, hey, listen, I'm sorry. It turns out I want the softer one. But my question to you is, what do you, what, do you think they repackaged this because it's only been three days? So let me get this straight in my head. This is the first bed you tried it out for three days. You want the softer bed. Now, if you get the softer bed, you don't like it. Do you still have the 90 days? Or once you get the second bed, you're stuck with it? Well, that's a good question. I mentioned that to Jackie, too. Because she goes, just tell them we really like the model. It's just that we've decided firm isn't for us and we want to go more with the softer one. And I said, fine. But if I do that, does that mean, you know, once you switch models, you got to start all over again? I would imagine... The 90-day thing is done. There's only two kinds, hard and soft, and now we have the soft. Plus, I don't think I got the balls. Like, if the next one literally, like, if I feel like I'm getting stabbed in the head, I would still keep it. <laughs> I just can't make the call three times, can I? Well, three times would only be twice. I know, but now I'd be asking for a third mattress. Like, this is the yeah. second. Yeah, yeah, you'd be asking for a third mattress. And, and, then, yeah. and then the, the thing is, like... Uh, uh, what was I going to say? What What do you do? Like, is this brand new King mattress scrapped? Or do you... Do you... I don't know what they do with that. you got to think that they're going to sell that again. I mean, this place, they may go something like, listen, it's only been slept on three days, and I can't tell you who slept on it, but what I can tell you is they're like... They're not gross people. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't have a dog or any of that. So, well, you know... Maybe it's used as a floor sample now. Oh, God knows they could use a new one. Shit. Yeah. Right? My God. Ask and, and the like, guy. You, you got to ask the, the guy. Do you think what? he's getting off the Because Jackie goes, just stop in there on the way to the coffee shop today. And I go, uh, all right. And then I go straight to the coffee shop and I just call him because I just didn't want to do the face-to-face. Do you think after a call like that, if you own the mattress store, listen, he does well. He's got a tennis court in his backyard. His pop, they do good in town. It's not like, you know, they, they're eating or dying off this bed. But do you think he hangs up and, and like, it still works with his dad? Do you think he yells to his dad, Corielli's returning to fucking bed. Yeah. Absol- yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I don't, I feel terrible. What am I supposed to do? They don't have the deal. Yeah, well, that's their deal. They have to honor it. You shouldn't feel bad. You're looking for a good night's sleep. And if this one comes back and you don't like it, I say send this one back too. Oh, I'll keep rent. I'll do this all year long. All year long. Yeah. 
Like porridge, baby. Too hard, too soft, just right. Yeah, there's no way you're going to determine whether or not you like a bed if you're just going to lay down on it in the store. You need a couple nights sleeps uh, under your belt. We bought a bed uh, two years ago, and we're, we're still bitching about it. Really? Uh, oh, yeah, that, uh, that uh, posturepedic uh, thing. Temperpedic, temperpedic. It's like an oven. Uh, you go to bed, you wake up, and you could have the place at 68 degrees, and you're sweating like somebody put you in a microwave. <laughs> really? Because when we're checking those out, that's what Jackie said. She's like, I heard those can get hot. And I'm sitting there going, what the fuck? What is, what is she even talking about? I don't know. I don't know how a bed gets hot. You know, you would just think yeah. you lay down in it, and how the hell does the temperature rise while you're sleeping? I don't know, man. See? Now, is it safe to assume that your mother-in-law has custom-made bed as well? Uh, that I don't know. Uh, Lana, does your mother have a custom-made bed? No. No, no. I guess they're, they're slumming it on the bed. <laughs> <coughs> oh, man. Well, I tell you, I, I, maybe it's all on the pillow. Maybe my bed isn't even my problem. It could be. It could be a pillow issue. So, well, anyway, you're settled in. I want to ask you, though, a guy like you, now, you're in this new loft. Obviously, it comes fully furnished with, with, with silverware and dishes and whatnot. No, correct? no, 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 no. This was uh, unfurnished. We have to supply all this stuff. Oh, my goodness. So you literally have to move. Well, you have someone move you, but you have to unpack it all. Yeah. And then six months later, repack it? Yeah. That's a pain in the ass but it's nice to be cooking and eating with your own shit right uh, i tell you that it, it definitely is it's worth it's worth the the just coming home after a long road trip and knowing you got a place where you could rest your head watch a little tv make some eggs in the morning got a little coffee here you know, got parking in the garage we've got storage and on top of that the place is like 13 units, maybe, I think, maybe it's 11, 11 units. We're the only straight couple here. It's all gay men. Oh, I see the next pitch. I'll tell you that much. Oh, God. <laughs> I gotta tell you, you get gay men in your building, the property value goes up 20%. Oh, absolutely. Gay men in your building or in your neighborhood, it's like plants. They, they just... <laughs> They just add a vibrance to the whole neighborhood. They're always happy and nice and pleasant. I mean, I got a gay neighbor once, and I was like, hey, Paul, how are you? And he's like, tired, tired, tired. And I'm like, he's tired. He's happier than my happy. I mean, just upgrading the neighborhood with happiness and pleasantness. And Bro, and you must be the Marilyn Monroe at a building, man. Oh, well, I'm, I'm telling you, I, it, it's one of these things where you move in and you got gay men all over you as far as you know you walk out your door like i haven't had this type of living in a while where you know i've been living in a house for i don't know four maybe four or five years and the, and the place i used to rent that only had like five units anyway so i didn't really feel like i was living in a in a small community of people but here you walk out you go throw your garbage out and you're in a conversation at, at the uh at, at the trash can with, with somebody you know it's like yeah. you're in this confined quarters and i feel like i gotta be on my best behavior because number one i'm a guest in a building of all owners everybody owns but about us we're, we're renting mm -hmm. by the way do you hear a beeping in the, in the I background do, yes is that bothering yeah. you hold on let, let, let me i gotta i gotta do something no problem that's no okay problem. We got the fire, the fire uh, detector. Yeah, it's beeping, right? So we called yeah. the guy right. to come on over and fix it, and he gives Lana. He's sick now. I'm sorry, you're sick when you're four years old. When you're a grown man, you just don't call out to work, right? Yeah, but I mean, have you just checked the battery behind it? The the thing, the ceiling. It's about 19 feet. I can't even get up there with the oh, tallest ladder. Oh, right, you got the loft going. Oh, forget. bro, you can't have that all night long. You're not going to get through tonight. We had, 
We had one going off when we first moved in here. We couldn't figure it out, but, I mean, we couldn't get to sleep. We were up all night trying to figure it out. I mean, what are you going to do? That's Chinese torture. No offense to our Asian listener. I tell you how to me, I think. I think you dance around too much. I think you talk too much. I think you're not concentrated enough. Concentrate. Focus power. Yosh. Here, here's something for you. I got this ladder. And it's about one, two, three, four, five, six, six steps up. No. All right, let's talk ladder. Are you a type of guy that goes on the last foot of the ladder, the top? Are you that guy? I can't get myself to do it. It's amazing you say that, man. Two days ago, I scraped the side of my house, and I was up with my ladder to the thing where you got to pull up the extender. And it went all the way up. I was up 32 steps, and my heart was popping, popping out of my chest. <laughs> and, and I'm just trying to scrape the last bit. And you just, I'm literally saying out loud, bro, I'm saying out loud, just focus on the job, focus on the job. Don't look down, don't look down. And Jackie's yelling from below, you got it, guy, hang in there, hang in there. Just well, beyond so scared. did you get on the top? I got on the top ring. Well, not the top one, you know, like three below. The top one was at my waist, but I went to as far up on the ladder as you can go. But are you yeah. talking about the full I'm talking ladder? About, I'm actually talking about standing on the top of the ladder. Do you oh, think you're talking you could about do a folded ladder. Like folded ladder, standing on top, the top, top one, where you would possibly put a paint can. Right. Only if I had something to hold on to. Uh, see, I got the wall. I mean, if I fall, really nothing's bracing me. But if you have the wall, why would you fall? I'd fall... I'd fall right into the wall. But do you have a ladder in that home that could get to that fire alarm? If I went on the top step, I could possibly reach it. But it would be one of those things where you'd have to extend and maybe even do a tippy-toe job on it. So tippy toe on top of a ladder. I'm sorry. I just I'm I'm not that uh, I'm not that good with a ladder like that. No, but what we got on our hands here is a is a real life manario because you got nobody <laughs> coming until tomorrow basically. So you're either gonna listen to that chirp all night or you're gonna risk paralysis, man. I, I go I go with the the chirp all night on this, man. I I, <laughs> I wouldn't put it by you to get a hotel. <laughs> oh god so yeah i got i got these gay guys all over the building i feel like when i go through the garbage that they're gonna tell me oh you don't recycle you know like i'm the guy that gets bags at the grocery store i don't bring my own bag so I, i'm bringing all these paper bags and i'm throwing them down the chute and i'm waiting for someone to go oh you don't recycle well, I'll tell you, man, you better be ready for someone to ask you to go out for daiquiris more than anything because oh. before you know it, you, you, they, you're like family. You're going to be like family with these people. That's how quick it happens. Oh, yeah. No, these people are very, very friendly, very nice. I was bringing up some wine the other night, and the guy in the garage was like, oh, wine guy, huh? And, and, and mind you, these, these gay men are not, like, um, very flamboyant. They're like, you know. It'd be like saying hello to you and and, and, and someone going, you know, Pete's gay. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, no, is... that's no good. That, 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 that's like having a horse that doesn't go. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's the fun part. The noise, the, the, the flamboyant. Yeah, no, the, you get one guy in a relationship that's flamboyant and the other guy looks like he could chop down a tree. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Well, yeah, but doesn't it feel good to get out of your vehicle once in a while you got that wine? For four or five years, you've been walking up your driveway, opening the door, and hanging out with your lovely wife. But other than that, you never had that feeling of someone saying to you in the hallway, Hey, you got yourself some wine, wine drinker, huh? Enjoy it, buddy. And you're like, all right, thanks, I will. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That shit's, that shit's hitting this, man. Yeah, because it's... Because uh... other, days, other days you don't want to say anything, and there they are, and... Yeah, we'll you gotta share the elevator up with them. It's just the whole thing, man. Yeah, keep us posted. This is an interesting new world for you, man. We're very interested in hearing how it goes. Yeah, very, very, very different from where I come from as far as uh, 
having neighbors, really. Having neighbors right next to you that uh, you could see at any moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people. People who need people. No problem. Where are we at? Yeah, you're gonna charge me ten dollars, and that's fine. Can I have your name, sir? I'll give you a card. That's great. That's fantastic. That's all I want. Give me a copy of the contract so I can do not rent the person, and we will. Do not rent the person. Like I'm gonna be in a rush to run from you guys again. That's not a problem. Stealing ten dollars, man. Stealing ten dollars. I already tried to, and you ruined it. But first, be a person who needs me. The Pete and Sebastian. This is. do a quick recap of last show on a couple of things first thing is um did you see that photo i sent you today of the paperweight from the the text i i I didn't see a a photo i sent that right after i sent it the next text i sent oh okay Uh, let me see i saw the text on the paperweight and do you want to explain this yeah, there's a, there's a listener of our show, some, a friend of mine, doctor, great guy, and he was listening to us talk about the ashes and the urn, and in a nutshell, he said one of his patients, older patient who he cared for for years, unfortunately passed away, and the wife, knowing that this doctor, you know, he goes, as he puts it, he goes, he's one of my patients, I care for him as a doctor would, but, you know, it certainly wasn't family or anything, but they felt I was close to him because they sent me this lovely gift. And what it was was the wife had her husband cremated, and she had his ashes sprinkled into this sort of a glass, and, the, and, and they made paperweights, glass paperweights, out of his ashes mixed into the glass and gave the paperweights to every, everyone in his life. So my friend who's a doctor has a paper, paperweight with the remains of one of his patients on his desk. So he just wanted to let us know that if we went cremation route, uh, we were talking about that, um, you know, just being sprinkled doesn't have to be the end of it. You can be made into a product for a loved one. Ah, uh, that's weird. I'm looking at the product right now. I'm sorry. I can't weird. <laughs> Bro, it's buzz. I mean, he's joking about how bizarre it is too. But isn't that? I just don't even understand. If a family member said that, like if my sister said we should have dad put in paperweights, I'd I'd be like, I mean, what would you say to that? I'd be like, I don't even think you should drive anymore. You're not That's even capable right. of driving. Take the license away if somebody proposes taking ash and making like a pot holder for a plant. Come on, man. <laughs> Although, if the ashes were going to be put into something, what would you want to be put into? Ah, uh, a pair of cufflinks. Oh, that's nice, man. That's nice. <laughs> ah, why not? There's, give, give these to my son and have him wear them on his graduation. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that, man. What about you? I don't know. I mean, cufflinks are great. Maybe I like to be made into a... Um, can I be made into a album or cd so when i listen to your favorite artist i'm laminated on the top (laughs) it's skipping it's one of his ashes got dislodged Ah, that was the ashes from the teeth they can only ash those down so far holy shit all right and secondly recapping the last show can we play the clip from jimmy from boston leaving the message i almost forgot Acting Hall of Fame. I want to nominate any listener that acted like they gave a shit and actually voted for that thing. Later. 
There it is right there. Apparently, dude, my uh, acting Hall of Fame, movie star Hall of Fame is going nowhere. No one's into it but me. I try to get something going with the listeners, something fun we could all be a part of. Movie star Hall of Fame will start our own. Maybe we'll get huge and popular. Nobody's into it, so that's yeah, that. Th- I don't think our listeners are very participatory in our little games. I just think they want to listen to uh, you and I speak, and, and that's it. They don't want to. They don't want to get involved, man. I know. I try to put all these nice spices in the sauce, but nobody cares. They just want the sauce. <laughs> that's right. All right, there you go. And last night, I'm watching some movie. I can't remember the name of it with uh, Piers Brosnan, where he's going to commit suicide. It's on Netflix. On New Year's Eve, he's going to commit suicide by jumping off a building in London. And when he goes to jump off that building, all these three other people show up that had the same idea. It was very funny. And I remember at one point looking at Jackie going, See, I would nominate Piers Brosnan for the movie Star Hall of Fame. I think he's got a nice body of work and it would be a fun discussion. But none of you people are into it. So that's it. I'm moving on. Listeners, prove Pete wrong. Suggest some stuff on our Facebook. We haven't seen a damn thing on it. Uh, although we did, uh, we did recently post. Speaking of Facebook, Pete's Showtime special airing when November what? November thirteenth, Friday the thirteenth, eleven p.m. And there's Showtimes when it does replay, just in case you miss it. And it's also going to be on Showtime anytime, which means you can get it on demand. That, that's that, see why do they even show it uh, after the premiere <clears throat> if it's on demand ever again you, you know I mean I appreciate it but on demand is just I, I you know for anyone from Showtime listening thank you man because that is just mwah. yeah that's that's perfect placement there you get not only the on demand play but you also get the uh, the reruns on you know seven or eight of different Showtime so. Yeah, check that out. Um, I, I want to switch it up here. Yeah. Um, my father's in Sicily. You're right, right. Luke, and can we get some Italian music? Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. And, and as long as we're on the topic of death and cremation and ashes, when I went to Sicily four years ago with my father, we went to visit my father's grandmother's gravesite. And the way they do it there in Sicily, they have um, actual photo of the person on the wall, their name, and how long they lived, right? Now on, he w- on the wall at the cemetery? It's outside. Uh-huh. And they're like graves, but the graves are kind of above ground. I guess you want to say, I don't know exactly where the bodies are, but it's like a wall, and I don't know if they're in the wall, or it's just a weird setup, but it's an outside graveyard. Well, most are, but okay. Well, it's not like a mausoleum. Okay. Where they're in a wall, but it's just weird. It is. There's walls there, but I don't exactly know where the bodies are buried. All right, anyway. all right, all right. But he they goes, got the names and the faces. Got the names, the faces, and the year. Now, we didn't find one of his grandparents. We couldn't find her. It's not like uh, here where there's a directory and they'll tell you aisle six, row nine. There's none of that. This is, you just go and look for her. He went to the gravesite. It ain't there anymore. The, the whole gravesite's gone. They took the... My dad goes, where's the grave site? Where's the cemetery? The, the whole cemetery's gone. Did they, your dad they, ask where the bodies were? They, they burned them. What, did they build a house for Craig <laughs> T. Nelson? Oh, they needed real estate. <laughs> I did a poltergeist joke there. They needed real estate, man. <laughs> Jesus, dude, seriously. Um, are the bodies still there? They burned them. They really burned them? Yeah. They, what did they just dig them out and they burn them and that's it. The graveyard's done. That's it. It's done. That's how they do it in Italy. They don't even ask. You just show up and your loved one has been torched. 
I, could you imagine that happening here? You go to the gravesite, you go, where's the cemetery? They're like, nah, we're building, uh, we're building a shopping center here. They didn't tell you? <laughs> no, it, even worse. You're so late by the time you get there. Hey, it is a shopping center. <laughs> They're like, I'll, I'll, I'll take an egg sandwich. Uh, but my mom was, you know, gee, no, that's unbelievable, dude. So was your dad, honestly, was your dad like... Outraged or just like, nah, what's he gonna do? You know, it's like, I get, you know, this is what they do. They, they're running out of room. Yeah. It's becoming a tourist destination. They're probably gonna put up a Hilton. Hey, listen, Sicily's a small island and it's a go to. It's a go to place. So, yeah. so, so. This, that's gonna happen in America sooner or later. You know, they're gonna send out notices if you knew anyone in this grave. Wrap it up, because in three months, we're bringing in the doses. Yeah, well, what do you do if you even got a call like that and say, listen, the cemetery's been bought by a large developer. Uh, what do you want to do? Pick up the body? Put the coffin in your home? What, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> I, hey, listen, if that's not incentive enough to go cremation, folks, I don't know what is, because you're going to be cremated sooner or later anyway. I guess so. The end, the end game is cremation, but... Uh, in talking with my father, I think this guy has been reborn. Uh, he's telling me that he's hanging out with old high school buddies. They invited him out to dinner. They're bringing over pastries, Italian baked goods. I guess one of his buddies now is going to come visit him in Chicago. My father tells me he's got no aches and pains. It's like, it's like cocoon over there. It's unbelievable. Now, is he basically going to retire any day now, or is he still got to keep working? Is he working or what? Yeah, he's, 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 this guy's not retiring. And he's not still, retiring. Do you think he could sell off everything he has, cash out, and live a, a, a less expensive life over there and, and live it out? Uh, I don't think he'll ever move, but I would think that he would spend, you know, maybe two months there at a time if he could. The problem being is we used to have land there. We used to have a farm. Right, and, right, right. We spoke and, about that last yeah, show. And Fascinating. And a three flat. So, uh, yeah, if he had that, yeah. But uh, he's uh, he's coming back today, and I've never seen the guy happier. He's emotional now, and I don't know what happens, but my father wasn't a big crier growing up. I mean, I didn't even think he had tear ducts. And I say within the last five years, this guy has developed a sensitivity that uh, came out of the blue. Is wow. this is this age or what is this? Your yeah. father cried? Yeah, well, he doesn't cry, but he definitely has these moments of like, you know, rubbing the back of my neck and kissing me on the cheek and saying how proud he is, which wow. I, I think they reach a point where it's like, you know, raising that family, it's a struggle and a fight and, and, and it's like a ball player not thinking about anything he's accomplished until he's older and then he looks back and he's like wow we had some good times we won some games you know it's kind of like that your father's looking back at what he's left behind and what's become of his kids and what they've accomplished and and and, and just i did it man i survived life and now to go back and see some old friends in the home well oh, i'm getting choked up <laughs> right i know where this man is coming from man yeah, he is... Uh, Good for him. He's a brand new guy. I can't wait to like talk to him in the States and really get a, a like a recap of the, the entire trip. So, yeah, he's coming back. Um, and and, and to, to, I'm just looking at my notes here. Yeah. And to really uh, switch gears... And I wanted to talk about this while I was talking about the neighborhood. Sorry, listeners, my mind's very fragmented. I got a lot of stuff going on. Lana and I were talking on the phone today, and she starts freaking out. And we lost connection on the phone. She's like, whoa, 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 what's going on? What's going on? I go, what's up? She's like, there's a dog and a man fighting on the street. So I was near the house, so I said, I'm going to come by the house. So I, I swung by, Lana's outside, she's like, let me get in your car, go down to the end of the block. And I go down to the end of the block, and there's a guy with one of these dog sleeves on him. You know, like if a dog attacks you, 
yeah. and they bite you on the arm. They wear these protective arm sleeves. Yeah, it's like it, train. Yeah, it's huge. So I, I go by and I'm looking, and he and he looks like he's trying to get into the house. So I roll around the block. Lana gets back in her car. She goes down the block, and she asks the guy, "What's going on?" He goes, uh, "I'm training my bodyguard." She's like, "What?" Yeah, my dog is going to be my bodyguard. They were simulating right. scenarios. So the guy was trying to break in the house, and the dog was attacking him. Wow. Wow. What now, the fuck? First of all, was this, was this going on on the front lawn? Yeah. See, I, I don't... I got a problem when people do this backyard behavior on the front lawn. I feel like that's grandstanding. Why isn't it? Why aren't they practicing this in the backyard? Because they want people to say, "What's going on?" I'm training my bodyguard. Wacko. Yeah, yeah. It's I, like I the could guy. It's like the guy washing his car when he puts it on the front lawn. He's waxing it under a tree. All right. No different. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. It's fascinating, but that's what's going on there, right? So, well, so keep going. So this is no. I don't know if that's what's going on. I think what they're doing is because he's got a fence outside and a gate. The guy was trying to get in through the through right. the gated area. So I think they were simulating if this really happens in real life. Wow! How is the dog going to attack? Wow. My question is, who the hell? Is living in this house where they literally have a trained attack dog. What? What's in the house? Maybe just them, you know? Maybe maybe they just want the ultimate protection like that. I don't know, bro. If you go over to a guy's house and he goes, listen, uh, this is my, my German shepherd. His name is uh, Wally. But just so you know, you know he's a $50,000 attack dog. And he's trained to kill. I mean, he... he are you going in the house? Um, I think I, with with the guy, yeah, I would. But, like, I wouldn't hang out there, like, if the guy and I were going to have beers and he's like, I got to go take a shower, grab yourself a beer out of the fridge. I'd be like, put the dog in the room with you. Well, did, didn't we talk about this on a past show about the uh, attack dog that my uh, in-laws' friends have? I think we did. I feel like this yeah. is a conversation yeah. we had. Well, this is similar. This is a these German shepherds are trained like this. I don't even think they're called German shepherds. They're they're like them, but they're a different breed. Yeah. Um, really smart dogs, I heard. Oh yeah, extremely smart. But uh, I tell you, trained to kill, to kill. So, talking about dogs, I'm I'm running around the neighborhood. I do like a, I do like a five mile run jog around the neighborhood, and uh, I'm jogging on a sidewalk. And it's so tight, the sidewalk, and there's like a wall next to the sidewalk, and it's like two people have to share it. There's no way around it. There's no, like, grass where you could kind of run around the person. Yeah. So I'm running, and there's a a girl with her dog, and the dog's a pit bull, but she's, she's kind of holding the leash tight. And the dog, you could tell, is, like, aggressive, and he's looking to attack. And I'm sitting there, and I'm processing this in my head. Do I pass and risk this? And has this dog bitten someone's leg off before, and that's why the owner is, like, struggling with it? I mean, when you come out and walk your dog, and he's a killer, shouldn't you just be confined to your front lawn? Absolutely, man. And, and let's be honest, the dog was humoring her. It was it was pretending she was holding it. When it wanted to break free, when it saw a good bite, it was going to. And you're in this situation now where you got to either, one, pretend you're not nervous and just run past it. And what? For what? To look cool? You're going to yes. risk getting bit in the groin to look cool? <laughs> yeah. So, or else you do what? You do the move where you wait and cross the other way and then they go anything from... Oh, it's so unfair, the reputation these dogs get. Or else they giggle that you're afraid or whatever. Whatever they get out of it. But whatever, at least you still got your leg, bro. Yeah. You know? 
it's it's one of those weird things where you don't want to piss the owner off or offend them. I I don't know. It just when the, when the dog is literally trying to get at you and the owner is 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 leaning back like she's on a, in a tug of war with the leash. Yeah, I, you you can't leave the house. Look, uh, there are human beings that I would cross the street to avoid, and they know I'm avoiding them. Let alone yeah. a dog. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. What did you do? What did you do? I what? picked up. I picked I up this. What is I, going on with these pit bulls? I don't even get that. It drives me nuts. You 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 dragging this fucking lethal cannon across the street. <laughs> I just it's just it's so dangerous, man. I don't know, man. But you talk to these people, and every pit bull owner says their pit bull is the, the friendliest thing. I don't care if it's friendly. The damn thing looks like a killer. It looks like a killer. There's nothing redeeming. And I apologize in advance to some of our listeners who might have a pit bull, but my experience is the pit bulls look like they want to chew your balls off. I'm sorry. Hey, in the early years, they, they said with a couple drinks in them, Hitler was a cordial fun guy. <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is... Evil, these dogs break, man. They have a breaking point. Eventually, eventually, there's, there's never, I, you rarely hear a happy ending with a pit bull. Never dies in its sleep at your foot while you're drinking lemonade on the porch. I never hear that. <laughs> right? Yeah. They always get put down. They eventually get put down. Yeah, it's a, it's a mean dog. I mean, from my experience, I mean, I haven't really seen a friendly one, but it's a, it is a, it's a mean mother. Hey, listen, I would avoid them at all costs. If my neighbor had a pit bull, I mean, right away, right away, my neighbor has a pit bull, we have a problem. We have a problem. Yeah, we have, definitely. Especially with the kids in there, forget it. Oh, uh, I have a friend. Is this crazy or what? He's got an in-ground pool. Beautiful pool. We get limited good weather where we live. I'm at his pool towards the tail end of the summer. And I say to him, oh, man, there's a house next to him. Now, it's kind of, it's a summer community where he lives. So even the home next to him, the woman who owns it, she's only there in the summer. And some summer she's not even there because she stays in Europe. And this was one of those summers. So I say all that because she's got this old tree, big tree, about a 100-foot tree, old, maybe an oak or something. But it's on its last leg. And it's yeah. just blocking my buddy's pool. I mean, you take this tree down, all of a sudden this guy's got, oh, what a beautiful pool. But this one tree is killing him with shade. He's like, I'm cranking my heat in my pool. So uh, I go, cut it down, man. Just say, cut it down and call her in Europe and say a tree was knocked it halfway over so you had to cut it the rest of the way. And he goes, I can't because a daughter lives in town. And the daughter keeps an eye on the house and watches, you know, everything. So what he did last year was he got a giant drill bit, about four-foot drill bit, yeah. and dr drilled a giant hole in the trunk of this thing and load <laughs> loaded it up with Roundup. Oh, God. <laughs> the God. Thing is, it's hanging on. It looks sickly, <laughs> but it's hanging. Because I look at it and I go, oh, man, why wouldn't they just cut it down? It's dying. And he's like, well, it's dying because I loaded it up with fucking five gallons of Roundup in the belly because I still can't bring it down. <laughs> Oh, God. Is, is there any way that they would notice what he did? Bro, you would have to be a botanist to notice what he did because this is a giant trunk of an old, old tree. He's got, what, maybe a four-inch hole in it? He put a four-inch wide hole, but, I mean, four feet deep, but only four or five inches wide, then sticks a tube in there and just pumps in all that roundup. It's like it's like cutting open someone's belly and pouring the gasoline right into the belly. You know, forget oh, the mouth. Man. You know? Then you just put a little sap on that hole. No one even I... knows. For those of us who don't have a lawn, Roundup is weed killer. I feel bad, man, for the tree. I do. I I, I gotta go on the tree side here. This is something that <clears throat> I, I mean, a big beautiful tree, and this guy's murdering the tree i had never even heard of such a thing well you know only on the pete and sebastian show <laughs> but listen <laughs> this tree was on its last leg i've seen this tree because i remember commenting on it a few years back it's almost like look i had to put my dog down at the end of the day my yeah. dog it was over it was done it had nothing left this tree had nothing left what's sad is that the tree should really be cut down instead 
you know, it's being slowly poisoned. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Still can't get over this guy. But now, you know, now he's looking at the girl and he's saying, you know, uh, oh, man, did you tell your mom about this tree? We should probably cut it down. Yeah, no, I know. I know she just, you know, she likes trees. Yeah, we all like trees. <laughs> so, but I tell you, though, he's like, but it is hanging in there, which is surprising. He goes, at one point, he goes, it was bouncing back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> can I just play? I don't know if you'll even hear this. It's a 22-second clip. Well, maybe you can hear it. Yeah, yeah, oh, play can it. Can you hear me? You, you, you know Anthony Bourdain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I, I had to rewind this clip and save it for our show. He's doing one of those whatever the show is, his new one, but he travels around, and typical Anthony Bourdain, he's eating food, he's eating cheese with another guy. At the end of it, he's describing how much he likes the cheese. Tell me if you can hear this. <laughs> Molten that's, cheese? That's your, I know you like your fake processed cheese. It's one of your guilty pleasures. I do. And it's really only out of deference to you that I'm not thrusting my penis in there right now. <laughs> he said th thrusting his penis? On this show, he said, it's only out of deference to you that I'm not thrusting my penis in the cheese right now. That's how much you like the cheese. Who said that? The cheese guy or Bourdain? Bourdain. What I, is I, had, that? I had such a problem with that. I listen. I I don't like when men say they want to. Oh, they're gonna fuck their burger. It's so good or something like that. What what, what is that? <laughs> what what is any of that, man? What is any know. of that? I don't know. I've never I've never been that guy. I don't know what that is. I mean, why what, would you what, even say that? How does the other guy not go? You, you, the only because I'm here, you're not fucking the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I mean What did the guy say The other guy I, I think he said something like I know right You don't even know Because I kept playing the clip All of a sudden You just hear me of course going What does he want to Fuck the cheese <laughs> But yeah I... Why would he want to Put his dick in the cheese <laughs> I, I just I, You know Bourdain Is an interesting cat man It's, it's just I caught yeah. that And I just had to say I caught that so He's does got a good show. Check out the one there. He goes to Sicily. He actually goes twice. It's really good. No, really. Big, yeah, it's it's funny. I think we discussed it on the uh, on the cast once. Didn't we discuss where he goes diving uh, with the Sicilian uh, fisherman, and he's underneath the boat, and the fisherman says, "You're going to see octopus down there. You're going to see live octopus." So he's underneath the boat diving with the whole gear on and whatnot. And the guy on, is on the boat above, and he's tossing in dead lobster. Or, I'm sorry, squid from, from the boat. So you just see these squids coming down dead from the boat. Like, like Bourdain was going to go, oh, here's one. Right, wait. So, so that he didn't know it was dead? He knew it was dead, but the guy does like a tour. And they take you out, and they oh. say you see live. It'd be like him throwing in dead fish saying, yeah, I told you there was sea bass out here. Oh, and Anthony Bourdain being clever was like, they're dead. I know what you're doing. The, yeah, they're dead. You, you don't pull anything over on Anthony, man, I'm telling you. There you have it for this Friday's edition of the Pete and Sebastian Show. What do you got? You got the cruise coming up? Any dates you want to plug? Yeah, I didn't. We discussed the cruise, but that didn't. I didn't put that on the last cast. So this is. Oh, you show. didn't? No, everyone's like, "What's going on?" But yeah, we'll get into the cruise when we do. Here we go. I got a goddamn Showtime special coming out November thirteenth. Who has a special coming out on Showtime, and they're getting on a boat right before it? What is going on? <laughs> it's it's an enigma. Oh my god. Anyway, oh, yeah. So the special shit. comes out. Uh, if you're listening to this right out of the gate on Friday like it comes out, then come see me Saturday night here at the Comedy Connection in East Providence, one of my favorite clubs. Um, and then I'll be in Edmonton, Canada. Go to PeteCorelli.com. You can see all the dates and sign up to get the newest edition of the Pete, baby. 
there that's you it. have it. That's I can't it. wait to I can't wait to open my inbox this Sunday. I think it's coming out this Sunday, right? Yeah, I think they're going uh, starting to be coming out once a week. We're gonna oh forward. yeah, the, the the two the two weeks is too long to wait. Um, this so this, get... this latest one I had Lenny Marcus, someone who comes on our show, comedian Lenny Marcus, uh, does the Giant. He's the statistician for the Giants, so he put together a nice three minute piece of what it's like from the moment he wakes up on Sunday game day. All the way up to going to the stadium, doing the whole statistician thing. It's a very cool piece. Nice. Yeah. A lot going on on the Pete there, people. Check nice. that out. Sign up for it in your inbox every Sunday from now on. Check out the Pete. Uh, I got a date that I just added, January 15th, uh, at the Wilbur Theater in Boston. Um, tickets go on sale. Uh, well, they're going to be on sale already for the early show on Friday at 7.30, January 15th, 2016. It's probably going to be my first date of the year at, in Boston. Always enjoy going to the Wilbur Theater. So check that out. And got a couple other announcements going to make uh, in the next two weeks here in regards to some shows that we are adding. But there's a show that I do want to plug Chicago, my hometown, Chicago Theater, Saturday, November 28th, 5 p.m. It's the early show, all ages, bring your kids. Is that right after the, Thanksgiving? Right after, it's 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 Black Friday. Oh, uh, the whole family's home, you want a little entertainment, clean, everyone's laughing their asses off. Couldn't think of a better time for the family to come out to a show in the hometown. There, there you have it. it. It's actually right after Black Friday, November 28th, there's two shows. 5 p.m. and a 8 p.m., but uh, 5 p.m., we are still selling tickets. That being said, thank you for listening to the Pete and Sebastian Show. Also got to thank the fans for coming out to the live shows. We've been getting a lot of people coming out, especially after the shows, saying they, they, yeah. they listen to the show, they love the show. It's always nice to hear. Uh, we, we do this from our, our homes and our hotel rooms half of the time, so it's interesting to see... Who is actually listening to the cast? And yeah. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. Am I cutting you off? Because I want to say one last thing before you close no. it out. Go ahead. I forgot, dude. There's a guy, only got a first name, named Chris, at my Des Moines show. Apparently, he took over the PNS quotes on Twitter. If you go to PNS quotes, they leave quotes from the, from the past shows. Chris took it over. He comes up and introduces himself to tell me he took it over. This is, this is the level of class. He leans in, shakes my hand. Hi, my name is Chris. Just wanted to let you know I took over from Sean, the Pete and Sebastian quotes. It's nice to meet you. and just wanted to give you this for all the free entertainment. Slips me a hundred. He's telling me he's going to take over our Twitter, Jeez. keep the quotes, and gives me a hundred. This is the level of class. You don't have to give us money, folks. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying... We're grateful. We got solid, classy, classy listeners. Chris, what? First of all, what happened to our guy with the? I don't the, the, know. I mean, the, I mean, the original. This is like quitting the Beatles. I can't believe Sean would leave this this ship as it's moving forward. And it, I, it's uh, I don't know what we happened. got. We got no explanation. No nothing. No. I mean, one time we thought he was gone. Then he left me a message saying, "I'm still here. Don't worry. I'm doing the quotes." All of a sudden, I got Chris coming up, handing me a hunch, telling me he took it over. Nice. So anyway, man, thank you, Chris. And thanks for Shawnee for all those years, bro. All right, there you have it. Another edition of the Pete and Sebastian Show. Visit us at uh, SebastianLive.com and PeteCorielli.com. Good hanging, brother. Take care. The show has ended. And, and, and mind you, these, these gay men are not like... Um, very flamboyant they're like you know it'd be like saying hello to you and and and, and someone going you know pete's gay oh yeah uh, th oh this no is that's no good that, that that that's like having a horse that doesn't go 